hey there hey and thank you for tuning in to the pod of born to be a star today is monday the day after super bowl sunday and i don't know man part of me wants to not go to work but another part of me understands i got a meeting at 8 15 so i really don't have excuse not to go outside the fact that I really feel crappy and I don't feel good and I felt like this for like two three weeks or maybe even two months I'm really starting to get fucking tired of working in an environment where I can't be sick and everybody else can be so I'm really going to consider how I feel tomorrow I'll probably end up going to work today but I don't know about tomorrow but today is another day and it's another uh opportunity for you to recognize your star power Looking at your reflection in the mirror, whether it be in your bathroom, your wall, in your bedroom, your house, your car, your phone, or a pocket mirror, whatever it may be, or even your phone case on your iPhone. Hopefully you have an iPhone, but if you have a Samsung, hopefully it's a Samsung and it's nothing else, because we know that these devices don't work. Regardless, today is another day and today is another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. The world and the society and the social media presence has a tendency of telling us what we're not good at. Like managers find it easy to micromanage other people, pretending like they never had to work hard to get to another point. They do this thing where they wanna do the comparison thing and they think they know everything. And then they try to do this thing where they try to show humility or they try to show that they're like a people person. I I do think that a lot of things are messed up because of COVID, and and I think a lot of people are not being responsible. I think that things are really bad. Yesterday in church, Father Ford talked about the fact that uh, the state I live in has found that more than 60% of the people at a very young age, youth, is lonely. And overall, 50% of everyone in the nation is lonely, right? Yesterday we talked about um, the prodigal son and the idea that, you know, the the prodigal son was mad at his younger brother because he left and came back and he stayed out of the party instead of going in. We also discussed uh, the importance of having time together, preparing for lunch, which starts Wednesday, which is on Valentine's Day. I guess I'm not mad I'm working that day, but I do need to go to the 7 a.m. service to get my Catholic. And I take everything that goes with being Catholic very seriously. So I'm saying all this at the beginning of the podcast because I'm noticing something, right? Not just at my job or my career, not just on social media, even though I really don't go on social media like that, outside of going on Instagram to figure out what the meal prep for the week is, if I'm going to order. I'm starting to notice that people are letting what they're doing get in their head. And they're not people anymore. Which leads me to the beginning of our conversation with our mantra. You have to tell yourself, yes, I can do anything you put your mind to you have to tell yourself yes I can we can change our mind you have to tell yourself yes I can accomplish this goal yes I can do this yes I can do that and you have to say it to yourself multiple times a day almost repeating it in an essence 
Because the world is going to dismiss you, doubt you, deny you, and come after you. I almost feel like at my job, I am being targeted, right? Like, as far as everyone in the world knows, Star is a very happy, optimistic, outgoing person. And typically, when a person such as I or others are happy for no reason and we're outgoing and and we have these wonderful demeanors, people are demeaning toward that, right? They want to use any opportunity they can to break you down and tell you what you can't accomplish and what you can't do. That makes them feel strong and big. That means that they're overall really weak, right? Just because you know how to do something and you've been working at somewhere for a long time doesn't mean you know everything. That just means you conveniently figured out how to do something over and over and over again repetitively. But that doesn't mean that other people can't come in and do it a different way. Not everybody thinks the same way. The idea of yes, you can is that you can change your mind, you can operate differently, and you can succeed in a different way than others can. We need to recognize our differences and we don't need to deny them and be sad about them or think that that's the problem. I'm not going to apologize because I'm successful. I'm not going to apologize because I don't have fucking kids at my age and I'm very successful and me and my husband make a lot of money together. I'm not going to say sorry about that. I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I'm educated and I am extremely intelligent. I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I'm beautiful, naturally beautiful. I don't wear 18 layers of makeup and I am not attempting to be somebody that I'm not. Right. So in these circumstances that I endure, that we all endure, don't apologize to these motherfuckers. Too goddamn bad. I've talked about these miserable ass people and it's not just at your job. It's everywhere you go. It's at the grocery store, the gas station, the person that lives in the building or your next door fucking neighbor complaining about everything. Maybe it's even a family member. Regardless of that, you got to find a way in the mix of everything happening to your life to tell yourself, yes, I can. I can learn a new language. I can get my passport ready. I can travel. I can move to a different state. I can decide I want a new car instead of an old car. I can decide I want to move out of my apartment and I want to buy a house. Or I want to move out of my house and I want to get an apartment because the fucking mortgage rates are insane. I can decide any of that. The moral of the story is, yes, I can. I can also decide that I want to follow my passion for writing a book. Or maybe I want to start reading comic books. Or maybe I want to change my wardrobe. Or maybe I want to change my shoe drobe. Or maybe I want to get more sneakers. Or maybe I want to read more. The model of the story is, yes, we can. That's it. And anybody telling you what you can't do, find a way to get away from them. Because they're bad for you. Anyone that's anti-life and it doesn't have the ability to see past something that happened, people make mistakes. No one is perfect. Like, I think the idea of micromanaging a person and constantly looking at them with a magnifying glass all the time is wrong. And when managers do that to people and when people mistake their role and they misuse their power, it's going to come back to bite them in the ass. So following following the yes you can is the never give up. The idea of never give up is understanding that things are going to be difficult. I'm just going to, I'm just going to come out with that. Sure, things could be easy. You could live a great life, you know, you could go to school, have a plan, go to college, graduate, figure out a job, work there, start paying off your student loans, buy a house, work at your career, then figure out you're pregnant and get married and do all that and and everything's like 
a rainbow of clouds and, and all your life makes sense. Or you could go to college, graduate, and discover that the job you thought you wanted doesn't exist. You can be stuck at jobs that are not really careers or find a career and then discover that everybody sucks. Then you can discover that you have infertility or you have polycystic ovary syndrome or there's something wrong with your uterus or your cervix and you cannot have kids and you can cry and scream and be upset about it but it might not happen you could also decipher the fact that your student loans cost too much for you to be able to afford a mortgage or a loan or you could decipher that the place you live doesn't have the jobs that matches up with what you went to school for or maybe you didn't go to school so your problem is you can't compete with everybody else that did every story is differently maybe somebody you love gets sick maybe you get sick right that's difficult your mom your dad your brother your sister your aunt your uncle your best friend there's a lot that we're dealing with every day in our lives and it's very easy and convenient to think why do i have to deal with this this is too difficult it's easy to put your hands up in the air and say i don't want to deal with this i often feel like that when it comes to like my job when people like totally deny me the ability to have an opinion and totally deny me the ability to exist right and I'm not saying they're purposely doing it but they are doing it and I'm at the point now where I'm going to start calling it the fuck out right because I am a grown woman I'm an adult and and I'm not going to be mistreated not at my job not with my family not with my friends not in any of the environments that I'm in because I don't deserve that I'm not a doormat nobody is a doormat and if people are misusing their ability to be a human being and they're taking their shit out on you you need to tell them straightforward i'm not your doormat you might have an issue but there's a way you can talk to me and that's not it like you need to just say it right away you need to remove the layer of niceness and get right to the shit right never give up means you don't give up on yourself and you don't give up on anybody that you love life is difficult life is hard if we think our lives are hard and we're going through difficult shit look at everything that jesus christ had to experience i just want you to look at everything that he endured when he became a human and he took the body as a man he has the ability to take away sickness and pain and sin And what did Adam and Eve do? What did a lot of people do? They worshipped each other and objects and things that are not gods. And they got encapsulated in sex and drugs and just really crazy things. So when I think about the idea of never give up, I'm reminded of what John Cena says when he says his mantra when he's on WWE or just like his his everyday saying, right? And I'm reminded of him speaking to men and women that serve in the army in the United States of America and how much that means to them and how much it means to me that he says that. As a person that has family members that are in that line of work, it, it really has instilled something in me and I've been watching John Cena for a very long time and I have been really really a a fan for a very very long time like basically my entire childhood right I've loved WWE from a very young point I've loved wrestling I like what it stands for it's the idea that these men and women are superheroes and they are using their superhero to do something amazing with and they really do amazing things so the idea of never give up is to not give up 
And I can't give up and neither can you. I won't give up on you and you can't give up on me. We got to hold each other up together and we got to be the difference and we have to be the light. The darkness is chasing us constantly and we have to turn around and shine our light brighter than ever. People hate optimism. People hate energy and people hate happiness. They're miserable. They're tired. They're irritated. They're unhappy. And that's too goddamn bad because I'm not giving up. And if you already decided to give up, not my problem. I'm not going to give up on anybody I love and care for, but I'm also not going to give anybody the time of day that's willingly giving up on themselves and others. Following the never give up is the why not the day because procrastination and indecisiveness is daunting and it's going to end up haunting you later, right? Taking forever to make a decision, taking forever to decide what you're going to do, then changing your mind, being indecisive. I don't really know what I wanted for dinner. I want this for dinner. I want that. Don't be that person. Be better than that right? Make a decision and live with it. I know it's hard to hear that. I struggled with indecisiveness for a very long time, right? I did, right? Not being able to make up my mind, not being able to make a decision and live with it. Always asking other people what they think I should do because I can't make up my own mind. No, that's not helping me. It, and it won't help you either. Procrastination, procrastinating. When am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Five years out, 10 years out, 15 years out, tomorrow, today, yesterday, five minutes, seven years. That, that doesn't help either. Focus on what's in front of you. And I know it's easier to hear that than to do it. But if you focus on getting the dishwasher fixed that doesn't work. And you focus on fixing up the home office. So the computer is actually in an area that is more comfortable for you while you're working. Then you've got two things done. If your washing machine in the basement's not working correctly, you might need to get it looked at and fixed. If something's wrong with your car, you need to make an appointment to get it looked at. Don't wait for tomorrow. If you need to update your wardrobe, if you need to figure out how you're going to buy food for the week, whatever it is that you're doing, do it. That's it. Moving on from the mantra of the day, let's get into the headline of the day with no media allowed no media allowed no media allowed because they lie to us they lie to us anyway Trump had a lot to say during his meetings over the weekend and I listened to Levin on Fox on Saturday and it really just pissed me off listening to him he read through the transcripts from the case against Biden with the documentation that they didn't charge him with. And when you look at what was in that documentation and how they said that they weren't going to charge him because he was an elderly old man that didn't know what was happening, we already know that. But then how can you charge Trump? How can you literally stand there and say that Trump was different because he wasn't acquiescing to you and he didn't willingly give you documents when the documents were locked in a secured room that the FBI okayed? And they could have taken those documents at any time and they didn't. Why are you motherfuckers lying to us in the United States of America? And why are the voters so damn dumb? Right? I am 
like really getting tired of just being forced to be around a bunch of idiotic, uneducated people. Now, I do have a master's degree. My mind is a bit uh, depth than others. I know a lot about a lot of things. When it comes to education, I probably know a lot, a lot of things about that. But I, I, I do my own research. I study. I find answers. I dig. And everything that they are doing to Donald Trump is unconstitutional. And they're only doing this, like Leo said, on Sean Hannity. For one reason. Power. Anybody with eyes can see that Joe Biden should not be the president of the United States of America. And as America falls, the world's going to fall with it. I, I know you might not want me to tell you this, but I'm, go- I'm going to be honest with you. Because I have people that listen to me that live all around the world. America is the rock. We are the one country that's actually free in the world. Sure, there's others. But not free like this. That is why China and Russia and Romania and all these other countries, even the countries that we continue to give billions of dollars to for a war that they're losing. That's why they're all attacking us. And other countries, they don't allow perverts to rape kids and pretend like they have different sex body parts do you know what happens to them they're murdered the hypocrisy of telling us a bunch of shit that's not real and untrue is insane the idea that the democratic party said we have to have electric vehicles by 2030 and they don't have enough charging stations and they have not implemented things correctly and these cars are not affordable now they keep jumping from conversation to conversation jump back to the fact that Joe Biden is not qualified to be the president of the United States of America. When he took the fucking documents that he had in his house in the garage or wherever the fuck they were, he wasn't the president of the United States of America. First of all, at some point, he was a senator. Then he was the vice president. That's not the president. That's the part they're not missing. And when they continue to dismiss Donald Trump and they take away his rights and we watch that happen. It's sad. It's fucking sad. Do you know why it's sad? Because this is not America. These motherfuckers are autocratic, power-hungry son-of-a-bitches. And we have to fight them. And I'm using cuss words because I want you to hear me. If you live in a country where they're trying to take away your voice and they're trying to take away your ability to hear the truth, I'm here to give it to you. That's my responsibility. God has given me in a, a way to give the news to the world. And I thank you for listening. I thank you for taking the time to press the play button and hear what is being said. The world and the globalists don't like the idea of any one of us being free. They want all of us to be like mice in a lab. And they want to experiment on us. What do you think COVID was? It wasn't an accident. Please tell me you understand that. 
please tell me you understand that they fucked up every measure of that in every regard. The bodies and the fucking ambulances and all the horror that happened with that. I just remember just crying, just not knowing how to stop crying. Like, just, just, it was just horrible. It was not being able to say goodbye to somebody that you love and them dying in a fucking hospital room and you can't go say goodbye to them. Like, there's nothing to make any of what happened with Dr. fucking Fauci lying better. They lied about the fact that it originated in China and they lied about the fact that Dr. Fauci helped with it. The United States of America and the world like to use each other. And America likes to point out what other countries can't do with their own people. But that's not being listened to anymore. I think that um, America is really messed up. Now, I, I told you about how I felt about that interview that Tucker did with Vladimir Putin. And it after listening to him the entire two hours and seven minutes of it, before I listened to anybody else talk to it. In fact, I didn't even listen to Candace Owens or Ben Shapiro or anybody talk about it. They, like, limited what their thoughts were to it because I guess they didn't want to go in full detail. But I, I don't have a limit and I don't give a fuck because I don't work for anybody. I work for me. Clearly, he tried to take over the conversation with Tucker, but I think Tucker did a good job. Overall, I think Tucker is an amazing journalist, and he knows what he's doing, right? He's been doing it for a very long time. I think that America has fucked up. They don't recognize that they're not number one anymore. They lost that. They don't recognize that giving all this power to China is coming to bite us in the ass. Letting the world see them kill three Americans and nothing happen. Even allowing these motherfuckers to kidnap Americans and kill them and nothing happen. And what's up with these weird relations with Iran and nothing happens? And then the audacity of the Biden administration to tell Netanyahu he needs to stop with the shit he's doing in Gaza. The messaging in the world is not real. Right. It's controlled by America. Just like in America, there is no media. That's why I named the part of this podcast No Media Allowed. Because the media is not working for the people. At all. You have to find the truth. You have to seriously search for it. And as much as I like Fox News, not even Fox News gives you all of the truth. You need to seriously look up like individuals and and individual news. News is separate from the masses. Now, I do enjoy Greg Gutfeld. Jesse Waters is hilarious. Laura Ingram's not that bad. And Sean Hannity's okay. There's a bunch of other voices out there that are okay. But, but. Reality is vulgar. The world hates America. The world wants to kill Americans. And they don't want any of us to be free. Not just in America, but in any country. These globalists that are thinking about power and money and power and money and how much stuff that they can get. 
Never in a million years would they think that there would be in a revolt and people would flip it back on them. We've got a problem here. Joe Biden didn't do the uh, meeting yesterday with uh, the Super Bowl. Of course he didn't. We didn't think he was. The green lie is that the green energy thing with them telling us we got to eat plants to do all this ridiculous shit isn't going to save the planet. It never was. They're making shit up. You remember when AOC said that the world was going to end and it didn't? Remember when the other dumb bitch that was a teenager said all this stuff about how things were going to happen and none of them happened? Um, I think that these people have lied so badly that there's no fixing it. Anyone supporting the debate bill needs to be replaced. We need to get rid of Mitch McConnell just like we got rid of Kevin McCarthy. And we need to get every rid of everyone else that supported that fucking bill. Okay? Every one of them needs to go. We need to be relentless with it. And Matt Gates has been vindicated. Because he was 100% correct with his call for Kevin McCarthy, who's a part of the fucking Uniparty, and the rest of these motherfuckers need to go. We need to replace them and we need to find real patriots that are fighting for American values. Because American values is capitalist and American values are conservative and Christian. Because that's the only way we're going to survive the world. If we have Christian values, our country is resounded and our country was built up off of beliefs in Jesus Christ and family. And until we get back to those two things we don't have a country this gay smay lgbtq bullshit isn't going to save us that's a distraction from the fact that the democratic party is the party of death the joe biden party is the party of stupidity and the i don't know people in the world are the party of you're going to be left for nothing there's a war about to happen. Another one, probably, because China's going to take Taiwan. And I know America wants to pretend like they're going to stop them, but they're not. It appears that America is the reason why um, Israel got attacked. They're trying to do a deal, and Israel and uh, Hamas made a decision to attack Israel the way they did. And when I'm when I'm hearing people say free free Palestine, I just want to tell them to go to Palestine so you can get thrown off a fucking building. Do you not understand reality? What is wrong with you motherfuckers? You're in the United States of America talking about a country in the east that doesn't give a fuck about life, right? At all. It's just so insane. This green bullshit needs to end. Eating grass, fucking charging a car, not using electricity isn't going to save up. We have already destroyed this planet and there is no fixing it. I'm sorry. And if you're trying to fix this 2.5%, that's not enough for me to want to eat a fucking bug. Next. Anyone supporting this bullshit, like I just said, needs to go. Clearly, there's problems with Mitch McConnell. He can't even talk half the time. And he's clearly doing dirty business with Chuck Schumer. Like, did he think we weren't going to call him the fuck out after that? And I love how the new Speaker of the House said, dead on arrival. D-O-A. And he meant it. And it was. 
And I'm very happy about that because I was starting to get worried. And I got to tell you, I don't give a flying fuck. And hear me out. About. Continuing to give money and aid to Ukraine. They've lost. They lost. They didn't win. All the money and the time and the effort that was given to them, it didn't work. Whatever they really needed, it wasn't given to them correctly. And the United States cannot continue to fund something that failed. Okay? We need to stop. Like, Chuck Schumer, shut the fuck up. Mitch McConnell, go die already. And and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like... What exactly are we going to accomplish by giving them money? I know people want to act like Russia is such a problem, but come on, Russia's big, man. Did you really, really, really think Ukraine was going to beat them? No part of me believed that at the beginning of this, and I still don't believe it now. I have been saying for over a year that they were going to lose, right? And even before that, right? I'm going to say it right now. If China goes into Taiwan, Taiwan's not going to win. It's not. America is going to be on the losing side of things as well because we have allowed all these illegal aliens into America and they can probably very easily do another 9-11. And no one's talking about that. Not the FBI, not the CIA, not any of them. Uh, In fact, the person that's in charge of defense had cancer and didn't tell anybody. And why his ass hasn't been fired yet, I don't know. But he needs to fucking leave. And I'm just going to call him out every day until he's gone. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Further right. I am going further right. God, country, and conservative Christian values. The only thing that matters is your family. That is it. America is supposed to be the country where if you work hard, you can succeed. But now they're taking away your ability to buy a house because BlackRock is buying all the properties. Now they're taking away your ability to have families because they want to destruct the mind of your child in public schools. So now you're going to have to find a private Catholic school and not just any private Catholic school. You're going to have to actually find one with conservative values to save your kids. They can't go to public school. They can't. And if you're sending them to public school right now, they're at a disadvantage. Further right means I take my conservative Christian values a step further to the right side of Jesus Christ. Because I remind myself every day everything that he went through. I'm a firm believer in his forgiveness and his love, his all-knowing, omnipresent being. And I trust in God and Jesus Christ with anything that I'm dealing with. In fact, I'm not stressed out and I try to remove anxiety from me because there's no reason for me to have anxiety. He is the answer to everything, right? But they want to take that away from me and everyone that I love and know. They want to take away our ability to love God. They want to punish us because we're not Muslim. They want to punish us because we don't follow their ridiculous principles. And let them. Basically, I'm further right because I stand for America. I want my children to grow up in a place where they actually get to be children and they get to grow and learn and decide who they want their saint to be at church. I want my children to have friends 
and play with their cousins and know their aunts and their uncles and to love life and to be children. I want them to be able to decide what they want to do and I want them to be able to achieve that. That's that's what I'm fighting for. It's not myself. It's the future. It's these children. It's the generations after mine. Somebody has to save America. And God chose me and us. Not just to save the country that I live in, but the entire world. There's a war on freedom. And you have to fight back against this. Progressive principles and values do not add up. And who's paying for all this stuff? Because they are. Standing up for America, it means standing with America. For its values, its principles, and everything it stands for. I'm American above anything else. I am not resounding and saying I'm from any other country. Sure, I'm Irish. Sure, I'm German. Sure, I'm a bunch of other things too. Portuguese as well. I'm mixed, right? We all know that. But I'm American first. Because I was born here, raised here. My children will be born here and raised here. And that's the end of the goddamn story. So when people come here and they complain about America and they think every other place is better, they need to get on a fucking plane, one-way ticket, and never come back. Please, leave. So the Democrats created the border issue and now they're trying to act like they're going to do something about it. Ha! Ha! I wonder how this is going to look going into the 2024 election since Joe Biden legitimately took the stay in Mexico thing away and he removed all the other policies that had helped with it. And there was a Muslim ban that he took away. That's why all these colleges have been bombarded with insanity. Literally everything that this administration has done has backfired. So They can blame the border issue on Republicans, but anyone with eyes can see that they did this to themselves. Moving on from politics, thanks for turning into this Monday after the Super Bowl edition of No Media Allowed. He is my Valentine. Skip is my best friend, my husband, my lover, of course, going to be the father of my children, and and somebody that came into my life unexpectedly a very long time ago. I never thought that I'd have such an amazing an amazing marriage with him where he can finish my sentences and I can finish his. When we get Valentine's Day every year, it's a day that we get to explore and enjoy each other's time in, but really every day is like Valentine's Day with the two of us. Like saying I love you, doing something nice, just doing it for no reason. It's just so important, and I'm just so lucky to have found him, and I thank God every day that, that my husband is my best friend and that I, I just can't wait to see what's next on our journey together. So this weekend, I, had, I watched all of the after movies, and I started writing a book called Him, and I'm writing it for Skip, just sort of a memoir of our love together. It's sort of a take on trying not to find something and accidentally finding everything. And I started writing it on my phone because, of course, I don't have a laptop because it's not 1973 and I'm not buying a new one, so I don't care. So this is probably going to take me a long time to build up drafts, write notebooks, and seriously get this done. And I have three or four other ones I was writing, too, that I got to get 
the copies of and send off. And I really, really seriously want to explore becoming an author. And just go for it. So it's a new year and I'm going for that too. I'm not saying I'm going to quit my day job, but I, I do want to explore this. And I'm going to. And I'm writing a book for the man that I love, my best friend and my husband, Skip. So that all time will know that during these small moments, we found each other. In a world where we might not have found each other. In a world of constant movement and constant going. It slowed down enough that I found my soulmate and he found his. In a world where people don't even look at each other anymore and everybody's just looking at their phone or their watch, he looks at me and I look at him. It's the two of us against everything, against hell, against the earth, against the world, against the universe. And he stands by me hand in hand and he'll walk into fire with me. He'll jump into the acid just like Quinn did for Joker. And there's nothing he won't do for me. And there's nothing I won't do for him. We kind of are like Joker and Harley. We kind of are like Bella. And, um, what's his name? Edward. We kind of are these love stories. But our love story is far beyond theirs. Because we didn't start that way. We created it. So my valentine is that I'm writing a book about the man I love. And I'm going to give the world a glimpse into how we became one of the most remarkable relationships that has ever existed. See, real love takes real dedication. It takes being able to hold somebody even when you don't think you can hold yourself up. It's being unafraid of things you can't control. Crying, laughing, living, loving, feeling. All at once. And I'm so overjoyed. I'm so happy. I'm so lucky to have him in my life. And I know and I hope that he feels that same way about me. Because every day that I get up and I go to a job that I like and it's okay, that I'm really not feeling that I'm doing, I'm doing that for him. I'm doing that for our kids. I'm doing that for our future. I'm doing that for our dynasty. When I think of these ideas and I created this podcast and I created all this stuff, I wanted to build something that I could give to my children that they could do something with. That's what this is all for. The future. So Skip is my Valentine, not just on Valentine's Day, which is... Wednesday, but every day. And I I couldn't be happier to walk by his side. See, him and me are the beginning and the end and everything in between. We are infinity. We are life. We are time. We have started. We have ended. We have begun. We're all of it in one. He is my valentine. Moving on from Skip being my valentine. It's important to have a work-life balance. You cannot give all your energy and all your time to your job and then have no energy and no time for your life, right? There has to be a, a, a cutoff point. And, like, I'm getting to the point where, like, I'm going to have to tell people just very nicely, like, I understand what you're saying, but this isn't my life. This is my job, and I'm working here, and, and I want to grow, and I want a career, and I want to be here for a very long time. But I, I, I said this to one of the market people at my job. I'm not letting anyone steal my light. 
And I'm going to have to say this again. Because people continue to try to. You can't be at your job all day. You can't be thinking about your job when you're not there. You need to take a vacation. You need to have a day off. You maybe need to call in sick if you don't feel good. You should not be coughing and sneezing and having a stomach virus thinking you got to crawl to work so you don't piss off your manager because someone else is calling out. That really shouldn't be the environment. If you really don't feel good, you need to have enough work-life balance that you know you shouldn't be going into work. That's it. And that doesn't exist anymore because everybody's lazy and everybody's doing whatever the fuck they want to do. I just think it's ridiculously easy and simple to do that. Pretend like you can't balance out your life by leaving work at the door. Every day when I leave my job, I leave it there. I walk away and I walk to my car and I get in my car and I drive away. I used to be a person that would bring it with me home. Like being a teacher, getting an education, you don't have a life. Your life is your job. You bring it home and you have to grade stuff on the weekend. You never have any time away from it. That is your life. Your life is a teacher. I don't want that, right? I don't want to work at a job where I get anxiety and stress and I can't breathe and I can't move and I can't do anything because my manager is micromanaging me and stressing me the fuck out and giving me anxiety and giving me high blood pressure and stress. I don't want that either. So if you get to a point at your job where your manager is really stressing you out, you need to talk to the other manager about that manager. You're going to need to have these conversations. Maybe you need to tell your manager in their face, your approach to coaching me isn't working. You probably need to take a new approach because I'm trying and and, and this approach isn't working. I shouldn't be stressed out, right? And in order for you to alleviate that, you have to leave work at work and you have to go home and enjoy your life. You have to figure out what you're doing with your family and leave your job there. On the weekend, if you're not working, don't think about it till you get back to it Monday. That's it. Our responsibility can't be limited. So when people say that they don't have anything to do and they're not responsible and they get to live some fictitious life, maybe our first reaction shouldn't be to laugh at them. But mine kind of is. I'm tired of giving sympathy to people that didn't like plan their lives effectively. If you're over the age of 50 years old and you're still working at a job and you don't have a plan to retire, that's your fault. It's not mine. I I don't want to give you sympathy because you don't deserve it. You should have figured this shit out a long time ago, right? When you're young and you can work ridiculous hours and, and, and you can save, you should do that when you're young. When you're in your 20s and your 30s, you should be busting your ass, working overtime, working multiple jobs, doing a lot of crazy shit for your life. So when you get older, you can retire, right? You should invest your money. You should have a um, financial advisor. You should have someone that you know, whether it's in your family, it's a friend that can get your money in Wall Street and have and build you a portfolio so your portfolio can work for you. When I think about the idea of people not taking responsibility, that tells me that they don't understand what hard work and dedication is. They don't understand what perseverance is and they don't understand what strength is.
Because if they did, they would be responsible. And I'm not saying responsibility is having kids. I'm saying responsible is being able to manage all of it and not complain about it and not act like you need to be given something. That is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Responsibility isn't something that should be ignored. And people that are at jobs that don't show up on time and call out all the time need to get fired. There shouldn't be a way out for them to to continue to be able to take advantage of a system by misusing PSLF and, and misusing things that they shouldn't have available. That's not fair to other people. When people are in relationships, they should be responsible. When people are parents, they should be responsible. And by responsible, I mean, why are you living off the government? Why do you think you get to live off a free medical that I have to pay for? out of my salary because your bitch ass doesn't want to get a job and pay for it like I do. Our responsibility can't be limited. We have to be adults. You have to do multiple things at once. You have to be able to do more than one thing at a time. Living for today means not thinking about yesterday. Living for today means focusing on the day ahead and focusing on what you can do. Not what you didn't do, not what you won't do, not what you can do, but what you can get done. Focusing on what's in front of you today. Not worrying about 20 years away because you can't control that. Things will change at an instant and you have to be aware of that and available to adapt to it. That's life. It's not something that you can control. I'm sorry. We don't have that power. Just like we don't have the remote power, like we don't have the ability to to stop time. That's the one thing we can't do. So live life now. Focus on the road ahead, right? Stop thinking I have to pause here and I have to do what this person wants me to do. And when I focus and I do whatever they want, then they'll be happy. Then I'll be okay. Chances are that's not going to happen. People are never happy. They're always going to find something. And things might not be okay. Things might be okay. You have to focus on your road, where you're going, what's important to you, the things you want to accomplish, the achievements you want to receive, the places you want to go. That should be where you're focusing. Beauty isn't always still. What does that mean? Some beautiful things can't be contained, can't be limited, and can't be stopped. I like to think that the idea of a beautiful person, a truly beautiful person, who's not just beautiful on the outside, but beautiful on the inside as well. It's likely that beautiful people will be targeted by ugly, miserable people. And not just because they're not beautiful, but because on the inside, they're really ugly. They're envious, they're jealous, they're, they're mad, depressed, angry, a bunch of these emotions, and they can't control them. So instead of controlling them, they let that appearance appear. In some ways, God has given me the ability to see my beauty because I'm, I'm a very happy person, right? At the beginning of this podcast, I talked about my Valentine, which is my husband. I, I'm, I'm extremely blessed. I'm extremely lucky. I'm living the life I wanted to live. 
I don't have anything that I regret. I'm living regret free. Sure, I could have done a bunch of things differently and maybe I'd be in a different spot than I am now. But that's life, man. And I just go with the flow and I adapt to it. But currently now, I'm exactly where I want to be. And hopefully you are in that spot too. Like I said all the time, life does give you lemons and you got to figure out how to make lemonade. There's going to be people that are saying things and doing things and trying to attack you and trying to target you. And you have to understand if you're one of these beautiful people, when your light resonates, they will just fall and you'll be fine. Shine bright like a diamond. And don't cave into the darkness. Defeat it with your light. Moving on from the mop, from the daily conversation, let's get to watching things. And also shine bright like a diamond. AEW is better than WWE because WWE is fucking boring and they need more people that are like doing stuff. And they have such a limited amount of people. And I'm tired of hearing about the fucking like... Swedish guy and the Miz and these boring ass people like can we get some actual talent on this and how did that chick with the gray hair go in there and she hasn't fought anyone yet like literally this shit's rock Rhea Ripley is still the leader has no one taken her out yet it is very interesting that uh, Bailey is not no longer with damage control even though she created it and I think the other British chick is with Bailey now but We'll see. I don't know. Just. I think they could do more. And I don't think they're doing more. I think that the um, athletes that fight with um, AEW get up every week and go out and knock the crap out of each other every other day. And they just continue to do it. I will say I didn't think it was that smart for Hook to come out the other day and act like he was going to do something against some guy that was way bigger than him. Uh, no part of me thought that he was going to beat Samoa Joe, but he tried. And I like Hook. But, dude, come on, man. If you're going to try to take down Samoa Joe, you're really going to have to really, like, seriously figure that part out and, like, focus and prepare yourself for that big-ass dude. The movies are getting worse that are at the movie theater, and nobody's paying for them. I brought that conversation up last week. What are the movie theaters going to do? Who's going to the movies? Like, people really got to go out of their way to go to the movie theater to see these shitty movies. Why would I do that? I wouldn't. I have every streaming service. I don't need to go to the movies. I have Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Paramount+, Plus, Max, Showtime, Amazon, Shutter, and a bunch more. Every streaming dev- every streaming service that exists, I have it. Plus, I have cable. So, taking into consideration, I can watch things on demand with the cable that we have. And all 5,000 streaming services. Why the hell would I ever go to the movie theater? I still haven't even watched Barbie yet. And, I, I mean, I'll get to it at some point. But I still haven't watched it yet. There's a bunch of movies that were at the movie theater that I haven't even gone to see. And granted, I probably should have gone to see that at the movie theater. But I just didn't get to it. So the point I have been making for weeks, if not months, if not years, is that the movie, some of these movies, these woke movies that they're putting at the movie theaters, 
who's going to spend $20 to go see that? Have you seen the cost of the movie theaters? With inflation, the prices of going to the movies is not going down. So, in the end here, I think the movie theaters are going to close. Because they can't compete with you being in your house on a couch. Ordering out, not going anywhere. There's n- there's never going to be competition for that. Like, the, the way I discuss Amazon versus Walmart and Target. Walmart and Target aren't Amazon. And they never will be. And the movie theaters won't ever be Netflix. And now, these companies are going directly to the streaming services to make deals. And the middleman, the movie theater, is not a part of it. Their time is running out. And the movies at the movie theater are really bad. With these shitty actors and these shitty, like, storylines. And they just suck. And, like, I just laugh at it. Because, like, bitch, I ain't spending my money on this shit. The fuck? I don't want to watch this whack crap. I'll watch Twilight from the beginning. Or I'll watch another movie I haven't seen yet. Or I'll find something on Paramount+. Plus, Or I'll find, I will find something somewhere else. Right? Because it's not going to be me driving to a movie theater spending $60. Bye. I'll pass. Do you need Apple TV? Of course you need Apple TV because there's so much to watch on there. The Morning Show, a bunch of other hilarious shows, a lot of British spy series. There's a lot on there that's really good. And I, and I really do think you'll like the ambience of Apple. It's just, it's very different than like regular streaming like Netflix and Hulu. And it's very different than like regular cable. It's almost a different layer of it. And, and I think that's why I like it. What's on Paramount Plus? A bunch of things. And I can tell you what's not on Paramount Plus. It's not going to be that werewolf show that I've been talking about forever and I'm still mad about it. I still haven't seen the Teen Wolf movie. I really need to watch it. I'm currently binge watching South Park season one. Absolutely fucking hilarious. I love South Park. Going down South Park on a meme. It's hilarious. Moving on from watching uh, South Park and still binge watching um. Hell's Kitchen Steak Tacos So all the tacos You can just use pre-made taco shells Or you can make them yourself Whatever you prefer You get steak You get onions You get pepper You get cheese You get a little bit of taco sauce You get hot sauce Bomb You can make that for a meal prep Or you can make that for dinner Mm. Apple bed pudding I don't know the recipe But you can find that on Pinterest or Pepper One pan curry chicken You're going to want to marinate the chicken In like jalapenos for at least five hours if not a day then you're going to take the chicken out put it in the air fryer or the one pan lightly cook it you don't want to completely cook it you want to lightly cook it right then you want to make your curry sauce then you want to put the chicken back into the sauce you want to add rice on the side you want to add in your veggies and you can really just make this a stir fry i think you'd be very surprised how flavorful and good this is greek chicken find the recipe for it but it does look delicious and i do want to try it bow tie pasta is a fun way for you to make pasta the main dish while making it more attractive and you can do a red sauce a white sauce whatever sauce you want you can even add meat and make it fun 
Big Mac bites. So basically you're doing hamburger, pickle, the Big Mac sauce, cheese. Put that into a, um, a cupcake tray. Bake that off for about mm, nine minutes. Take it out. Top it again with the Big Mac sauce. Boom. Enchilada casserole. So you basically make an enchilada, you do enchiladas, then you do another layer of cheese, then you do enchiladas on top of it with another layer of cheese, then sour cream, uh, then cheese, and then taco sauce. You put that in the oven, mm, about 10 minutes, take it out, add more cheese, put it back in the oven, put that in for about 30, 35 minutes, take it out, cut it into pieces, you just made an enchilada casserole. Very good, very flavorful, I say top with lettuce, tomato, lettuce or pico, tomatoes, corn, and um course sour cream bomb you can make that for a meal prep you can make that for a dinner you can make that for a weekend dinner whatever you want it's fairly fast to make that and very flavorful following that scrambled egg sandwich i love scrambled egg sandwich with like tomato soup on top of it or hot sauce and ketchup or like pasta sauce my husband makes this amazing scrambled egg sandwich and i swear to god i think he should have a food truck or a restaurant because his ability to make sandwiches is out of this world first you got to get the correct bread or ciabatta then you got to get the correct cheese we're talking american we're talking provolone then you got to scramble the eggs up correctly you want to flavor the eggs with some sort of seasoning and then you got to get the pasta sauce that i go spicy pasta sauce here then you got to layer it up with another coating of the cheese bomb put that in the oven let it get a little bit crispy Ooh, when you take that first bite, you're going to feel like, damn, this is what breakfast is like. Anyways, my friends, that is the Monday podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you same place, same time tomorrow on Tuesday. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are together. We are not just going to take over the world. We are going to take over the galaxies, among the galaxies, among the galaxies. And we're going to take over the universe. And we're going to use our star power to make everything light. Because we are the light. And in the darkness, I see your light. And I see you. You, me, everyone together. We are the light. I'll see you guys tomorrow, stars. Have a great Monday. Bye.